getting into a form of discipline with a really good teacher required me to um, sleep more rather than party more, <laughs> um, make the choices, separate myself from a group of people that wasn't working out anymore because I wanted to become better. And I knew something was happening to me in my mind and in my body and my soul that I knew was I liked it. But it was only a blink. You know, the light bulb would go on and it would go off right away. But I wanted to keep the light on all the time. Attack lights, not others. With Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. I mentioned the other day that I had the opportunity to see a presentation from uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. Yeah. One of the biggest things he kept referring back to was the greatest thing you can do, the greatest life you can live is to live a life of sacrifice. Yeah. Not to sacrifice your life. Correct. So there's a big difference. Not to sacrifice your life in vain for something that doesn't matter or to just sacrifice it and live it wastefully without purpose. Right. But the greatest thing one can do is to live a life of sacrifice. The more hardships, the more adversity, the more sacrifice things you give up, both intentionally and unintentionally, the greater life you will have and those around you. I think, you know, sacrifice, whether you're learning to be great at something, whether it's your time and knowledge, academics or whatever, it's always a sacrifice. Beyond that sacrifice is when you start sacrificing for others and when you reach out and really make a difference for somebody else's life, which is usually the spending of time, making sure that you're not giving that time to yourself, you're extending that to someone else. They are taking your time and you're willing to give that time up or you're willing to give that extra dollar up, or you're willing to give up that extra knowledge that you have, but you give it and you share it. And at the end of the day, sharing that information allows the world to become a better place. Mm -hmm. So I always say the only thing worse than no sense of reality is a false sense of reality. Something I'm seeing a lot of in the world these days, especially with the younger generations. And listen, I'm not knocking the younger generations. They're our future. They're the future of this world. There's a lot of great, great people. You have them at your school. I do. You cultivate them. You mold them. They're all part of the tribe. But here's where I'm going. A lot of uh, younger people, they've been misled. Uh, a false sense of reality, a false sense of expectations where they were told, you don't have to sacrifice, you just get this and, and it's going to happen just overnight. Like they see, we, you know, a friend of ours, a friend of our show, Larry Holmes, they see the Muhammad Ali's, they see the CEO of the corporation, they see the celebrity or the movie star, they see them after all the sacrifice has already taken place. Yeah. They don't realize what it took to get there. They just see the end product. Right. And they think that they can have that too overnight. They don't understand the road work that it took, that Muhammad Ali did at 3 a.m. in the morning, 4 a.m., all the miles that he put in day in, day out, all the bag work, all the rounds, yeah. literally and figuratively. Oh, the, sure. the sparring, yeah. the sparring in life. Every day is a fight. Every yeah. day. Yeah. I mean, no, not one great fighter. And I know this for a fact because I've been in the dojo my, almost my whole life. Not one great fighter became great. Uh, they started small and they had to take the sacrifice, the constant sacrifice of going in, in battle, if you want to call it battle, in a fight, whether you're on the ground or stand up. And that individually had to take the sacrifice of pain, yeah. getting hit. You know, you can't, you cannot be a martial artist without realizing you're going to get hit. Yeah. Sooner or later, you're going to get hit. Yeah. It's not, it's not ballet. You're going up against another person. That person you're going up against, if you're starting out, has been there longer. You know that. Now, they're supposed to be gracious, and they're supposed to pull the punches and the strikes and the takedown. I get that, but a lot of times they don't, especially if it's competitive, and it should be to a point where you're competing against yourself. Both of you are. But then you're, you're escalating, things go up, and then you realize to get better, you have to make the sacrifice of getting hit. 
And then that happens over and over and over again until you realize that pain is the quickest way to learn. So that pain then allows you to make the adjustments to become better. Mm -hmm. And then once you become great and become a great fighter, not a good fighter, then you help others along the way, but you don't give it to them. People came up to me sometimes and they say, some of my students say, hey, I'm going to be challenged fighting this guy here. He's not that good. I said, well, you got to challenge him. You don't give it to him. Just make sure that you push him, but don't, you know, don't kill him. But he still has got to earn that right. You know, you look at it, and Steve, it falls under one word, which is discipline. Discipline, And yes. the discipline of learning that, like, take me as a kid, you know, 16 years old. Uh, I've mentioned this before, not wired right in a lot of ways. Um, getting into a form of discipline with a really good teacher required me to um, sleep more rather than party more. <laughs> hmm. uh, make the choices, separate myself from a group of people that wasn't working out anymore because I wanted to become better. And I knew something was happening to me in my mind and in my body and my soul that I knew was I liked it but it was only a blink you know the light bulb would go on and it would go off right away but I wanted to keep the light on all the time so I would train more now the sacrifices were all over the place and initially you make these sacrifices to become a better you mm-hmm. then eventually through that discipline all of a sudden you wake up and go you know this is working not just for me anymore I can make this work for others mm-hmm. and then you either like open your own dojo spread the knowledge around that way or get into a useful way where you're cultivating it in other people's lives that truly is the ultimate sacrifice thank you for listening to attack life not others for more on our way of life through the martial arts go to attacklifenotothers.com this has been a Bitman Media creation. Bitman Media.com.